Welcome to the Golden Experience. And today we have Gavin Lira. That's Lira, right? Yeah. Gavin Lira. I met Gavin at the MDM conference uh, not about a month ago. And, uh, you know, he hit me with, uh, I am with empathy, the Empathy Firm. What? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> empathy Firm. And they are into humanizing digital. Yes, sir. Welcome, Gavin. Thank you very much, Jonathan. I appreciate you having me on the show, brother. It was awesome meeting you in the MDM, and I'm glad that we're going to chop things up here for your audience and provide some value. So first off, tell us about the Empathy Firm. Yeah, for sure. So the Empathy Firm, I founded it. Oh, gosh. So I've been in business for around three years. It was really founded three years ago, but but it was more so rebranded recently from Empathy Digital Marketing and Empathy Empathy and digital marketing is the number one thing that is missed by so many digital marketers. We're a lot of times we're really focused on the metrics and Mm -hmm. looking at the data, which is awesome. But a lot of times the way to get those metrics better and to get better results in your online branding and marketing is to know that there's a person on the other side of the screen and to have that empathy, to be able to understand your end consumer better than you currently do. The better you can understand that end consumer, the better you can reach them and resonate with them and create fans and people that want to purchase and buy from you. So that's where empathy came from. And then what we do in our firm is we help get people in large press, help with getting verification, help with getting people online marketing needs, branding, podcasting, like you're doing now. Um, And yeah, just, just really helping them expand their online presence. And you, you can do this uh, all over the country. Is that, is that right? Yes, yes. We've worked with people. Um, it, it's kind of funny. Even like matchmaker.fm, that's like a popular like podcast, um, like uh, host and guest like matcher uh-huh. online. Like we've worked with them. They're from the UK, um, Canada, the US. Yeah, we work with clients all over the place. Okay. So how, how do you connect with those clients? Do you, is it through Zoom meeting, digital yeah, man, that's a great question. So there's a few different ways, a few different tactics that we use. Um, right now, what we're doing, we've closed many clients on the back end of podcasts, uh-huh. building relationships, and then afterwards, just letting them know what we do. Or a tactic that we like to use as well, and this may be beneficial for some of your listeners, is to simply ask for a referral, and then sometimes it piques that person's interest. So we may simply say like, yeah, you know, it's great having you on, like you chat a little bit after the show. And then just, yeah, by the way, if you know anyone that would be interested in, you know, getting verified or getting, you know, featured in Forbes or Entrepreneur, or if you know anyone that would be interested in getting featured on large podcasts, right? Just whatever one you want to select to whatever uh-huh. you think that person may be interested in. Um, just let me know because that's what we specialize in as well. And then a lot of times people, if they're interested, they'll start asking buying questions. Yeah. Then <laughs> they'll be like, oh, well, how much does something like that right, cost? What's right. the process, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So um, a lot of times on the back of the podcast, that's one. We have three podcasts at our company um, and, you know, it's all personal brands, but we, you know, myself and two, two of our, our team members, we have podcasts and we've all closed deals on the back ends of those. Uh-huh. Um, it's funny. We're launching um, one of the podcasts this week and they've literally made thousands of dollars from the podcast. It's not even live. So it's a really powerful wow. tactic. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, like we like moving quickly um, and we preach what we practice. So we help people set up podcasts for monetization on the back end as well. That's one of our services. Uh-huh. But um, so th- that's one way. Another way is LinkedIn. We're putting out organic content on LinkedIn. We're reaching out to people on LinkedIn. 
that's been really helpful. We used to do a lot more. I'm not sure if um, you or your audience is familiar with LinkedIn automation. That used to be really powerful for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Hasn't been that good recently. We've gone to a lot more personalized approach with content on that. And then um, just advertising, Facebook, Instagram advertising. That's a really good way that we've done business. And then of course, word of mouth referrals. But as you guys know, that can dry up at some time. So that's why we do a lot of that other stuff to have it be more consistent. And then as Jonathan knows, in-person events as well. Yeah. Um, love heading to those, you know, meeting people. You never know what synergies you may meet. Right. Like Jonathan and I, we met because, uh, <laughs> just because we were in the same physical proximity and I just uh, introduced myself and, you know, here we are now. Oh, Gavin's a beast, man. No fear. No fear. <laughs> <laughs> He's a beast. <laughs> Like, I What's appreciate up, man? that empathy, yo. I was like, what? I was like, okay. What do you, what do you have to say? I was like, so what? Anyway, yeah, man. And so, where can they reach you at? Really? Oh, so the best place to connect with me personally would be Instagram. My Instagram, if you search my name, Gavin Lira, L I R A, it'll come up. There's just a period in the middle between Gavin and Lira, but if you search my name, it'll come up. Otherwise, empathyfirm.com is our website. If you guys are looking to get in touch directly with the business, but you can get in touch with the business through me or through there. Excellent, excellent. So speaking of MDM, um, a lot of great speakers there. Um, when you went, what was your expectation when you went? My expectation was, if I'm being totally honest, so the, my expectation, as much as I'd love to say that it was like, man, I'm going to like kick ass, like it's going to be fun, like I'm going to learn. It definitely was a sense of like, like a bit of un- uneasiness because I haven't done this in so long as many mm-hmm. people I'm sure are in that same boat after COVID and everything. And it's also, I'm from Wisconsin, right? I know okay. you're from Michigan. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Go yeah. blue. So <laughs> yeah, bro, we, we're, you're we're losing Aaron Rodgers, by the way. <laughs> we're, we're losing them. I don't think so. I don't think so, but I suppose we'll find out. I just don't see a better fit for him to go anywhere. To like be honest, I'd Denver, maybe Denver, but like I don't know, I just don't think they really have the weapons no. that are much better than <laughs> our current offense. <laughs> right. But um, so with with uh MDM and everything, my, my expectations really were like, okay, this is going to be awesome. I want to you know go there. I want to meet new people, get uncomfortable, make money, learn from speakers, and. However, I definitely was nervous going into that, as I'm Uh sure a lot of people were. And it's weird. It's so weird because I literally love talking with people and like Mm -hmm. getting to meet new people. But there's always the fear of judgment and being perceived as like, oh, maybe because I'm younger, people won't take me as serious. Or maybe because I'm X, people won't do X, right? Uh And there's just a lot of different things um, that can go on in the head. But clearly, once I got there, it it was awesome. And it met a lot of those expectations. Mm -hmm. Did Did you get a chance to talk to Fleischman? Dude, I did. He um he said ver- <laughs> so. Get this too. Um, he said verbally he'd come on the podcast. Um, okay. but uh, I st- I'm I'm still following up with him. I'm a follow up monster, bro. If um, <laughs> so he's gonna come on. It's a matter of time. I'm putting it out there in the universe. But uh, yeah, that was believe another fun big. Thing. Yes, sir. I love it. Yeah. See, we got it back. Yeah. Big, and then underneath that, we got get uncomfortable. Next to our empathy firm sign. Bro, there. there is no um, growth without uncomfortability. The things yes, that make you bro. uncomfortable is what's going to make you grow. Exactly, bro. <laughs> like, literally, we would not be having this conversation right now if I did not, like, 
preach what I practice uh -huh. and get uncomfortable because it always is like, dude, I, I did that just how I went up cold and introduced myself to you. Uh -huh. I did that to a lot of other people. Some people like just kind of shrugged me off and were like, whatever, like, like who the hell is this? Some, some people like yourself met it and they were curious about learning more and it was awesome. And, you know, we have relationships now because of that. So right. whatever the downside is, the positives will always outweigh that when you're getting comfortable. Like mm -hmm. if I made my decisions based on not introducing myself because I was afraid of other people's judgment on me and how I may be perceived by them, then we would have never met. You right. Know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm a huge proponent of it. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm big on that too. You know, when I go into a situation, so I didn't know I, um, Daryl Wazinski is, um, um, he owns our, our company here, our brokers here. And, uh, he invited uh, our team, our real estate team to go. We went and, uh, I knew a handful of the, this, the, the speakers that were there. I knew Billy Jean, obviously yeah. I knew Stuman. Um mm -hmm. uh, I heard heard of Fleischman from from Daryl. And um I didn't so yeah. I didn't know anybody. I was pretty green to the whole event and didn't know anybody. I had yeah. but when I anytime I walk into a situation, you know, I always walk into it with I'm going to be treated how I treat someone. I have mm. no preconceived uh, notions about what I think people think of me. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. if you show me what you think, then that's then I have to deal with them. But I go yeah. in it. Uh, I, I have no. I don't come in with prejudices at all. No, mm -hmm. no. Well, this person looks like this. No, I, I don't come. I'm, yeah. I don't come with that air of that that energy. I come with the receptive yeah. energy. And uh, you know, I met a lot of people. A lot of people. The people there were just at least you know from my experience um, mm -hmm. were welcome to meet you and just to, to network with uh, whoever you are and which whatever you did. It didn't really make a difference. And um, yeah. I, I come in with the, the confidence. You know, hey, I'm here. You're here. We're all here for mm -hmm. us, you know the same. So well, you know, similar reasons and whatnot. And it is what it is. I'm gonna meet who I meet. Whoever got puts me puts in my path. I'm gonna meet them. That's yeah. just it. You know, don't, yeah. don't, you know, uh, so come up with confidence and, you know, confidence is, um, is, is big in what we do. You can't mm -hmm. come in and, you know, sob. You got to come like you came like a beast with a confidence. I was like, what's up? All right. I, I feel him. I feel him. So, you know, I was like, okay. All right. I see you, Gavin. I see I you. I appreciate it. Brother. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's one of those things where what, what I was referencing that first day, the first half of it, I just met like two people back to back that were kind of like, eh, whatever, like, and then I was on, I was sitting there listening to like the presentation and, it, yeah. and I was like sitting next to this person I could tell wasn't that interested in me and which is fine, which is fine. Um, you know, I, I was more than open to have a conversation with them. They were just kind of closed off. Uh -huh. Um, and then it, it really hit me. I'm like, bro, we have one life. I'm like, right. this, bro. Like, I, like, I know I'm here to help. I'm here to like learn about more people. I'm here to make connections. I'm here to grow my business. And I know I can help these people by doing so. And um, I'm like, let me just meet some more people, bro. Like uh -huh. at the very minimum, help someone make their day better, whatever. Right. Um, so yeah, man, that's totally, I, I wish I had that approach right from the beginning on that, but that's, that's a great mindset to go in with that. Yeah, coming in with. Uh, so, what are the so what are some of the takeaways you got from that? Uh, other takeaways you got from the conference? When somebody lands on your social profile, finds you online, whether you like it or not, they're putting you in a box. They're putting you in a box because that's what we do subconsciously all throughout the day. Is we make we make assumptions. For example, when we're driving, that the person behind us isn't going to speed up and crash into us randomly. Yeah, just assumptions that we don't even think about. So even when we're not trying, you know, if we come across somebody. And their account has a whole bunch of business posts. And we're like, oh, you know, they're into business. You mm -hmm. know, we, we put them kind of in that category. Um, and 
for so for me it's like yes vanity metrics to an extent matter because right off the bat people are going to be making judgments um you know the the majority of people and then they matter only for those reasons but they do not matter enough to not focus on actually providing value and to pay for them Mm -hmm. in a way where they're not actual people where you're buying followers that don't exist or you're paying for likes that just are you know um, coming onto the page. Cause what matters a lot more, and this is why I love podcasting too, is influence. Mm-hmm. Influence beats clout hundred percent of the time, because if you have influence over a smaller, even group of people that really like you and your content, you, those people are going to be way not, not only it depends on what content you put out, if they will be your customers or not, but you'll have way more basically what, whatever your goal is, you'll be able to accomplish it better when you have influence instead of optimizing for clout or vanity, because you'll see um, these stories about some influencers that just post a lot of booty pics and get, you know, millions of likes. <laughs> um, and then they go to sell t-shirts and they sell 32 t-shirts when they have millions of followers. That's because right. they have clout, not influence. Yeah. When you have influence, that's when you can really help people. That's when you can really also get closer to your own goals because you've built and people know, like, and trust you enough to follow what your recommendation is or what your solution is to some right. of their problems. Yeah. The question is, how do we put out content that gets seen by people and then content that people like and will watch again and helps them. Um, so we can build a brand. Right. Um, and, and I, and I'd say the biggest thing, the biggest thing with that is I would start with a podcast like you're doing now uh-huh. and use the podcast. If, if I were like really just trying to start, I would use the podcast to really ask smart questions to guests that I have on the show. And especially if I get some bigger guests on, what I would do then is I would take those different chunks of the podcast, um, you know, like chop it up and whatnot. And I would, I would put it, I would put those chunks on advertisements, paid ads, and I would run it um, to people that follow my account. So they get, see it enough times where they're like, I got to check this out uh-huh. already. So you're optimizing your warm circle and then also doing some colder outreach, especially if you have a bigger guest on, like, let's say if you have David Meltzer on your show yeah. and, and you know, well, David Meltzer's done, you know, some different content before with Gary Vaynerchuk. So Gary V's followers probably know David Meltzer, at least a subsect of them. Uh-huh. So you go on Facebook and you target interest of people that are Gary V that are interested in Gary V and then you show them that clip of you and David talking and you can generate a lot of interest that way as well. Um, but the, the hardest part is like anything else is getting started, getting the rocket ship off the ground. But the great part about podcasting is you not only get that content long form, right. you get the micro content that you can cut up and share, but you also, also, especially if you're in a local community, like if I had a job or um, a or a business that only served the physical proximity, I would be interviewing every single, you know, educational leader, business leader, um, anyone that is doing good work in the community. I would interview them all become friends with them. And now everyone likes you when you have a referral, let's say it's about, you know, if they're a real estate agent listening to this, like mm-hmm. just for this example, cause I know you're in real estate. Um, they're going to bring their, you know, a lot of their, 
referrals to you if they're like yeah i do real estate they're like man that was a dope podcast like he had a sick setup like i liked how it made me feel like we chopped it up you know it's good time um so when you get creative with podcasting it really allows you to with one piece of content therefore go on and do all these other things so this has been another uh edition of the golden experience with gavin lira with empathy, the empathy firm, firm, check them out at empathyfirm.com. Again, this show has been sponsored by Blind Lion Apparel. Check out Blind Lion Apparel on Instagram. Thank you for watching and God bless you.